0: God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, and God bless even you. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nigger where 15 minutes of your day with the Lord can give you enough strength, enough power, enough resolve to make it through the day, make it through the week, and change your entire life. So grateful to God that He has given us another opportunity to be in his presence. Let us take time to seek the Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we bless your name. We glorify you. We magnify you, God, for just being who you are. You are so loving. You are so worthy. You are so precious to us, but not more precious than we are to you. There is absolutely nothing that you would not do for your children. You woke us up this morning. You gave us, as the the saints would say, the old season saints, a reasonable portion of health and strength. You've given us a mind to even dial in on this morning, on this second Wednesday of 2023. And God, you have given us uh, uh, just another day, uh, uh, new mercies to see with our eyes. And so we would be remiss to start off this time without saying thank you, because you have been gracious and kind. And God, we know that we've done some things that really have not earned us another moment. But God, I'm so grateful that you don't give us the measure of our life in accordance to how We serve in accordance to how we live. You give us the measure of our life in accordance to the purpose that you have placed on our lives. And so for that, God, we say thank you. Now, God, as we delve into your word, God, we pray that your word would transform us, change us, God. God, let it manifest itself through us, oh God, that we might become who you have created us to be. God, we bless your name. We give you glory. We give you honor. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. I thank my God for every remembrance of you on today. On this morning, our travels take us to Joshua, the 24th chapter. Joshua, the 24th chapter. And we are going to read through the first 15 verses through the first 15 verses Joshua the 24th chapter reading the first 15 verses and I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible so if you are reading you your version may read a little differently It reads as follows then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem And called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and their judges and their officers, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, from ancient times your fathers lived beyond the river, namely Terah, the fathers of Abraham and the father of Nahor, and they served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through all the land of Canaan and multiplied his descendants and gave him Isaac. To Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau, and to Esau I gave Seir to possess it. But Jacob and his sons went down to Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt by what I did in its midst. And afterwards I brought you out. I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and you came to the sea. And Egypt pursued your fathers with chariots and horsemen to the Red Sea. But when they cried out to the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians, and brought the sea upon them and covered them. And your own eyes saw what I did in Egypt. And you lived in the wilderness for a long time. Then I brought you into the land of the Amorites, who lived beyond the Jordan. And they fought with you, and I gave them into your hand. And you took possession of their land when I destroyed them before you. Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose and fought against Israel. And he sent and summoned Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I was not willing to listen to Balaam. So he had to bless you, and I delivered you from his hand. You crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho. And the citizens of Jericho fought against you, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Jerassites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Thus I gave them into your hand. Then I sent the hornet before you, and it drove out the two kings of the Amorites from before you, but not by your sword or your bow. I gave you a land on which you had not labored, and cities which you had not built. And you have lived in them. You are eating of vineyards and olive groves which you did not plant. Now therefore, verse 14, now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and truth and put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Verse 15, if it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, Choose for yourselves today whom you will serve, whether it be the God which your fathers served, which were beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Thus read the first 15 verses of Joshua, the 24th chapter, and the word of the Lord is blessed. On this morning with the few moments that I have left, I want to give an explanation as to why we commit to God. Why we commit to God. Why we need to commit to God. You all, commitment according to the dictionary is the act of giving or putting something in the trust of another, and in a broader sense of thinking is the act of pledging or binding yourself to a certain course of action or to a person, whatever that that case may be. We hear of commitment when those are in a romantic relationship and they have determined that they are going to be uh, exclusively together, you know. Uh, you you also hear sometimes of, of someone who may not be acting right uh, uh, mentally or emotionally, and you hear of someone that says, you know, if they can't get their act together, someone may have them, quote-unquote, committed. You know, if you're ever flying on a plane and the pilot, starts to take off down the runway and he guns his engines. He, you hear the engines rev up and, and they're, they're, they're coming around and they're getting ready to get on the runway and you feel the urgency of the plane start to take down the runway. There is a point <clears throat> excuse me, there is a point where the pilot must commit himself to the takeoff. He commits himself to the takeoff. Once he gets beyond that point of commitment, he must take off or there could be catastrophic events, either on land or in the air. It is the act of pledging or binding yourself to a certain course of action. You are commitment. Is the decision to go forward, to hanging in there when the going gets tough. Is is to take that one more uh, a step when you're convinced that you don't have any more strength to take a step. Commitment is the decision to stand by someone no matter what the the temperature or or the 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 sense of the relationship how you feel it may be or where you think it may be going it's the, the 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 determination to stand against the force of wind even when it seems as though the wind is blowing against you but guess what you all in this life in society in this uh, climate that we seem to be living in in the world, you don't hear a lot about commitment. You don't hear a lot about it. You you hear do your own thing. You hear you know love the one you with. You know if you can't love you know if you can't love who you say you're gonna love, then then love the one you with. It, it it gives a freedom. To be able to either do or not do it, it gives the freedom to be able to change on a dime. There was a time where you never heard of the level uh, or the, the divorce rate among believers being as such being the way that it is, but we are in a a climate, you all, where it is YOLO. You know, you only live once, Uh, do your own thing. You deserve happiness. You all, those types of attitudes, those types of mindsets are clear uh, 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 building blocks of destruction of commitment. Yeah, they are. They, they are uh, uh, const- the, the, the building blocks that devise the destruction of commitment. You all, commitment is an ingredient that we need today. And as we read through this scripture in Joshua, Joshua tells what the Lord would have to give to The people, when he gathers the tribes of Israel together, the 12 tribes, and calls for the people, he tells them what God says. God recounts his track record with the children of Israel he goes back and he tells how he called Abraham out how he blessed him and gave him descendants that that he would not be able to number so he kept his covenant with Abraham and how he kept his covenant by bringing them uh, out of of bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt, He kept his covenant with Moses and how he would bring them to a land flowing with milk and honey, how he kept them uh, in the eyesight of the Egyptians who wanted to bring them back into bondage and killed them in the Red Sea, how he brought them through wilderness of 40 years, how he brought them to uh, uh, that promised land where the Amorites were living, but he gave the Amorites into his hand. He recounted to them all of the battles that he helped them to win against the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Hittites and the, Hiv- and the Hivites and the Jebusites. He, 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 he reminded them of how they are living in, on a land that they didn't have to work for and cities that they didn't build and how they're eating of vineyards and olive groves that they didn't plant and how God came through for them. And he basically is saying to them, now, here's your decision point. Yeah, here's your point of commitment. You need to fear God and serve Him and forget about these other gods that you've seen these other nations serve. You all, He reminds them of how He committed to them. And he's reminding them of what his expectation is of them. You all, this is not just for the the 12 tribes back in biblical times. God is saying the same thing to us today. He reminds us of how he brought us through when we got bad doctor's report. He reminds us of how other folks got pink slips on their desks and we were able to still work. Or he reminds us of the pink slip that hit our desk, but then he helped us to find a better job. He reminds us of times when we didn't know where the money was coming from, but he kept things going and we never missed a beat. He reminds us of how we felt that uh, our relationships were going you know, uh, uh, were breaking up, and either he mended them or he gave the go-ahead to walk away, but yet he kept your mind intact. He reminds us of how life could be without him and our life is so much better with him. He says, choose ye this day. Whom you will serve. You are someone who is committed to something, stands out in the crowd as someone who's different or, or a little weird when you commit to God. You're going to be, people will say that's old-fashioned. Nobody, nobody's doing it like that anymore. But guess what, you are Commitment has always been in God's plan. God's not looking to be our side chick, our side boo. Yeah, I said it like that. Because when you decide that you're going to give it your all in all to God, you'll realize and understand that he needs to be your one and your only. And that's why we need to commit. Commit. Let's pray. Father, we glorify you today. God, we bless your holy and righteous name. God, I pray today that we will choose who we will serve and will not deviate to the left or deviate to the right. But God, that we will be all in. Bless us as we go about our day today. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Have an amazingly God bless day in Jesus name.